happens when you mix a forest fire, PTSD, assassins, and wilderness survival? Well, you get a film that is attempting to accomplish too many story arcs that sort of falls flat. Steve and I viewed Those Who Wish Me Dead featuring Angelina Jolie, who scaled back her usual smoldering look, no pun intended, to rough it with fellow smoke jumpers. Welcome to Worth a Watch. For years now, Lumari and I have been going to $5 Tuesday movies, and one day, we started to review them. You may have heard of some of these movies, and others, you haven't. Either way, we review them for you, do all the background research, and tell you if it's worth a watch. The film was directed by Taylor Sheridan, who has directed Wind River and wrote Sicario and Hell or High Water. He has also directed the TV series Yellowstone. He also co-wrote this script with Michael Coriota. If you say so, honestly. You I know. hope it's, <laughs> I hope I said that right. I apologize. Sorry, Mike. Yeah. It also stars Finn Little as Connor, Aiden Gillen, a.k.a. Littlefinger, Nicholas Holt as the world's worst assassins, the two of them together, mm -hmm. and John Berthal and Medina Sankor. So the synopsis of the film, Connor and his father are living a peaceful life in Florida until assassins interrupt their lives. So now they're both on the run to Wyoming, hoping to get away until the assassins catch up. Now Connor is on his own in the wilderness and encounters Angelina's character, Hannah, who helps him try to survive as a forest fire burns around them without mercy. As I said in the beginning, um, there was a lot of story arcs. There's in a lot this going film. on here, right? Yes. Yeah. I, so that's why Steve and I were kind of having a hard time trying to figure out where we jump in because there is a lot going on. Uh, as I said, I guess it, we could just jump into the smoke. Like the sm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> boo. boo. I'll boo myself. It's fine. <laughs> because the, the film starts off in Florida. And I remember we were watching it and we're like, huh, Florida, forest fire. That doesn't make any sense. Right? Yeah. And then we move on to Wyoming. Some dude's fucking house blows up. It's fine. It's first. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, uh, they like blow up the DA or something, right? Yeah, it was uh, pretty wild. After they murdered the, the wife as well. So we can't forget that. Yeah, it's ironically the only... Oh, fuck, I'm spoiling it. But I was like, it's the only assassination. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I kind of said it in the beginning that yeah. these are like the world's worst assassins. So we'll, we'll get into that later in the spoilers. They're pretty fucking bad, yeah. But anyway. It's just kind of funny because in the beginning of the film, they seem super badass. Like they're very clean. They know what they're doing. And right, they're just killing it. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. You know, I would. Do you want to boo again? I'm thinking about it, but yeah. I, I, might, I feel like I have to save it for a little bit later. All right, you want which... me to have it later? Just let me have it later. Okay. Okay. That's cool. So then, halfway through the film, they suddenly become bumbling assassins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, we we had oh. this discussion. I think we would do a better job. Yeah. Well, we can get into that a little bit later. Oh, well, yeah, no, we totally but, will. Yeah, we, we definitely Steve will. Steve and Lamar is assassins. Oh, yeah, you know, <laughs> just let us know. No job too big, no job too small. <laughs> <laughs> so, the script, 
I don't know, it just felt like, so Angelina Jolie plays Hannah, who is a smoke jumper, who is experiencing PTSD because in the last forest fire, she was unsuccessful in saving three little boys from the fire, unfortunately. And she continuously experiences some type of trauma through the film. However, it's not something that's fully explored enough. Yeah, 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 I felt that as well. I felt like they were, very heavy on the flashbacks early on and they just kind of gave i don't want to say gave up but i felt like when there was an actual fire then she didn't have too much hesitation you know what i mean like it just yeah as soon as the fire starts her ptsd is not a hindrance all of a sudden versus before when she had to go to the fire tower she was very she wasn't it wasn't that she was reluctant but she knew if she was going to be alone that her PTSD was going to inflict her more. Yeah. And I, I even felt with that, um, I felt like early on they, they hammered us with the flashbacks on it. And then I would have thought that we would have seen her like um, in that solitude kind of fall apart a bit. Right. And they didn't explore that either too well. That was one of the <laughs> issues because like the PTSD was inconsistent. And I, I don't know, not having it, I'm guessing that it, that's how it can be. But I figured that she would be getting it in that loneliness when like she's in this fire tower, no interaction with people. I felt like that would be the time to kind of show these flashbacks. Right. Or like, oh, she sees a fire starting. That's when she gets it. But that's that's not what happens. Instead, we get like three flashbacks in the first like 15 minutes. Yeah. And then maybe one a little bit later. And then when there's an actual fire, she's like, I'm okay. Yeah, she a little heavy breathing and then like, yeah, fuck it, I got this. I'm a firefighter. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's go. You know? And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? We, I think we've, we both know people who have PTSD. I can speak from it on my side. I'm sure you can on your side. I can, um, yes. And it's, it is an inconsistent thing. You don't know what's going to trigger it. But um, The only thing that I've seen consistently that has triggered it is loud noises. Okay. So that's why when the fire starts, it suddenly doesn't trigger her PTSD, which was a little weird. It she just suddenly jumped into action. But again, you know, we're we're not doctors here. We're not specialists on this. We're we're just going based off people that we know who have experienced PTSD and what we've read in research. We won't know until we somehow acquire it ourselves. I really hope we never have to have that experience. My yeah, goodness. Well, hey, next time somebody sneezes, maybe you will. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, you know what? I was recently at the airport <gasps> and gotcha. I, Fuck. yeah, <laughs> I, I choked on a French fry and I started coughing a lot. And um, I saw what? the Snapchat. She got tased by the airport <laughs> oh, police. <yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the surrounding people were not amused with me coughing because I was choking on a french fry. I wish I could assure them it was just the french fry, but alas, I, I could Let not. Let this be a lesson to you. You have to choke next time. But yeah, I thought um, I thought that it was really interesting that they explored uh, firefighter PTSD because we see that a lot with like soldiers, cops, um, you know, victims of crimes and stuff like that. But we never see that, aside from maybe like... You know, some 9-11 stuff, which is obviously a traumatic event for tons and tons of people. I, I feel like we don't explore the trauma that firefighters deal with and the PTSD that they might deal with from losing, you know, losing friends, people they lost on calls and stuff like that, and just almost 
almost dying. And I think yeah. I think that's what's fascinating about this film because it doesn't, um, you know, most films don't explore that. I don't think I've, I can barely think of anything else that, that dealt with this. I've seen movies where, you know, we've seen firefighters fighting fires and like, you know, dealing with it or they're trapped in a building, but I've never seen the aftermath of what it's like. Right. I think the closest that we have come is probably Deepwater Horizon is probably okay. like the yeah, closest yeah. film that we've seen where we've seen the aftermath like they show the aftermath yeah us us personally yeah, yeah. exactly okay. so that was probably the closest film that kind of shows that it's a good callback yeah mm -hmm. i could see that we didn't but. get to review it because it was before our time yeah it was fun to watch in theaters oh though, certainly so. <laughs> very stressful mm. my goodness like i have a certain phobia now with um when i'm taking a shower and I just think about what Kurt Russell's character went through when the, the <laughs> thing went off and he just got fucking nailed with all the, uh, like the, what is it, porcelain? Yeah. I, I Sometimes I think about that when I'm in the shower. That's when you're most vulnerable, too. Yeah. Yeah. My friend got, my friend got stung by a scorpion while in the shower. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to say my friend got stabbed. No, like, like stung by a scorpion. Damn. <laughs> Damn, you got some interesting friends. Yeah, no. I don't know, ever since I saw, like, Kurt Russell get fucked up by the porcelain in the shower when Deepwater Horizon blew up. I'm like, what if there's a gas leak in my house? I'm in the shower, you know? Like, I don't know. It's the dumbest fucking thought. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, thanks, Brain. That was like a phobia I didn't know I had, <laughs> right? No, I've got it. Yeah. Um, another thing that I kind of analyzed during this movie was the, the scenery was amazing. Mm. They showed a lot of dry lightning, which was cool. The mountains. So clearly this was supposed to be a cinematic experience in theaters, judging by how it was filmed, especially with how it started too, because it started off soft and all of a sudden it went hard yeah. with like those intense fire scenes and stuff. Wow. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so this was a film that was meant to be seen in theaters. I, I don't know if people actually went to theaters during this time to see it because it was on HBO Max. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you can like view it from your house, man. Honestly, just having gone to a movie last night, I fucking love it. I missed it so much. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have minded seeing this in theaters, but I mean, it's kind of like if it's on, you're on demand, like you might as well just kick back, have a couple glasses of wine, get some popcorn, just chill. We will discuss why we feel that way later in a moment okay. or so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, you were saying, anyway, you were saying how you love the tone and the wilderness shots and stuff like that and just the way they set it up. And I love this particular director, Taylor Sheridan, because he does the same thing in a lot of his movies, especially with the writing. I imagine he writes the screenplays as well, but they have all these fantastic shots where they feel um, either in, in movies like uh, Sicario, uh, Wind River, Hell or High Water, especially Yellowstone, which is like his, that's his creation because he, he, he created the show he wrote it directed it whatever he stars in it that show like yellowstone feels like a character and i feel like that's what i love about his american frontier movies mm, yes where it's like he makes the setting feel like it's almost like a character of the film even like okay so there was several british actors in this film aiden gillen AKA Littlefinger. I, I will always refer to him as Littlefinger. I remember him from Shanghai Nights when he killed... Uh, what? Shanghai Nights 2 when he tried to kill Jackie Chan. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's such a random movie and, to remember him And in. also he got killed by Bane. 
in uh, Dark Knight Rises. He did? He's like in the first scene of the play. I remember him in the Maze Runner as well, the second oh, film. Oh God, Scorch yeah. Trials? Yeah, Scorch Trials, he yeah. was in that. There's a disappointing YA. Yeah, like, I, ugh, yeah. I can't wait for disappointing YA novels to make a comeback. I haven't read something shitty since <sighs> Divergent and I'm just, I'm missing out. We'll, we'll discuss Veronica, Veronica Roth, what are you no, up to? No, don't encourage her. Make something shitty, come on. <laughs> We'll review so, it. So, Nicholas Hult, who is British, right? I think so. Is Aiden Gillen Irish? I'm pretty sure he's Irish. Yeah. Okay, so Nicholas Hult, I'm pretty sure he's British. Yeah. Um, he looks so American in this movie. Like, he looked rough. Not, like, rough, okay? I shouldn't say like that. Like, he played the part really well. You know, like, he... Like, if I hadn't known that he was, like, a British actor, actor I... Yeah, yeah. I would I have no that. idea. Just like his aesthetic and everything, like the way he dressed, even like his hair and stuff. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I felt like he was really playing the part of like a traditional American. I feel like Nick Holt would be a cool dude to hang out with. I don't know why. I just get the feeling that he's a cool dude. I hope so. I don't know. I've seen him in a bunch of movies. Seems like a chill dude. I I've seen him in a bunch of movies, but he's always playing characters that i'm like hmm i hope i never like encounter these type of characters in real life like a like a zombie that has a heart um because that would mean everybody's zombies okay well that not that one in particular but he's always playing like some odd character of some sort like some seedy character well yeah exactly like i would post-apocalyptic yeah, world so yeah i, I, hope I would not. prefer you know like the original nick holt what know? was the first time you saw him then Ooh, ooh, that's a good question. Because I would say probably Mad Max for me. Or Warm Bodies. I think, yeah, I think Mad Max is probably one of his more memorable roles for me, personally. Yeah. Like, I know I've seen him in, like, several other things. Just because he has, like, this particular, like, look. You know, like, that you can't quite forget. Mm -hmm. So, but, like, I just feel like he just always tends to play, like, characters that I'm just like, hmm. I hope I never encounter this type of person in real life. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can understand yeah. that. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Seems like a chill dude. I don't know. I, I hope he is. I really hope he is. I just get that vibe. Is. I just yeah. get the vibe. Uh, I kind of hope the same thing with uh, Aiden Gillen. You know, like I hope he's like a nice guy. You yeah. Know? It's okay, hard though. So it's going to sound really weird, but like he kind of reminds me of my uncle a little bit. Okay. Really? Yeah. Like they, they have the same hairstyle. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> I'm not going to mention which uncle. Like, my uncles can, like, they can figure it out, you know? But he reminds me of one of my uncles. So that's why every oh time I God. watch Game of Thrones, I'm like, oh, there, there's... Well, in Spanish, we call him Theo. So um, gotcha. I'm like, there's Theo blank. And I'll, I'll, I'll let them figure it out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard with the... Uh, to kind of see him in any other role, though. After seeing him in eight disappointing seasons of Game of Thrones. <sighs> not his fault. I feel triggered. like yeah, I am, with that like, face. Triggered. I am so fucking triggered right <gasps> now. Stupid fucking ending. Yeah. God damn it. All right. Anyway, um. You know what? And that project got dropped. But whatever. Whatever. Anyway. Whatever. Listen, it's not his fault. He did a good job. You know what? He did a fantastic job in his role. In you deserved Thunder. better, Peter Baelish. Yeah. Deserved better. Yeah. And he was a fantastic villain. Okay. All right. Maybe he can find a new role. And get like a new kind of career going that doesn't have a show that has like the worst ending of all time. Oh, so, um, you know. I blame the show creators, okay? Because yeah, they suck. Yeah, well, because they got that contract with... We've um, got to make our awful Han Solo movie. Yeah, and then they got cut. They got cut. Yeah. So, that was that. 
All right. Well, I guess we have some bitter feelings about that, which we can discuss you know off what? the record. You know, if you if there's any among you who don't feel bitter about Game of Thrones ending, I mean, I'm happy for you. Please email us. You are the, if you're one of the three people that didn't like We'll the have ending, words. Yeah, you're like... I feel like 97% of the people who watched it hated that. So I feel like, you know, when we rag on it, we're not being... Yeah. Oh, if you have any um, opinions or um, some sort of like grievances that you would like to share with us about that, um, email us at lumariansteve at gmail.com. Unless you disagree with us, in which case, keep it to yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If, we if accept you, if, everything. If you disagree with us, still email us, please. You're wrong, but. But, uh, you know, but yeah. we are curious to hear what your thought we're, process we're is. We're like. curious to hear your wrong yeah. opinions. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh my God. <laughs> no, that's fine. Okay. You know what? Maybe you make me see things a little bit differently. Probably not, but maybe. Hey, we'll miracles can happen once in a while if you believe. You got me right there, and yeah. right in the feels. I totally just quoted the Prince's Diaries. But okay. Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> you know what? Better ending. Yeah. Does you know mean? what? I can agree with that. Yeah. yeah totally. What about the second one? I don't know. Still yeah. better than Game of Thrones season eight. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Are we getting a third one? Yeah, we are. Really? Mm-hmm. Review? It's happening. Are we reviewing it? I'll think. We'll, we'll think on it. We'll, we'll get a group, group oh, together. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely. IMAX yeah. 3D. Yeah. Um, all, all right. right so so where, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. Um, all right. All right. So uh, the firefighters, we really, I liked how they explored the PTSD. I loved the banter going back and forth when they were just like sitting there watching the graduation. They're just talking shit to each other. It was great. That I was loved that. I love that because it... Uh, that was one of the other issues I had. I wish they had kind of the other firefighters in the movie more somehow worked them in, maybe fighting the fire. Okay, so that is totally a grievance that I had with this movie. Mm. I wanted more of that because it was so fascinating to see and learn more about. And I think mm. we, we need to see this side more, especially in light of everything that's happening right now. Like there's more forest fires yeah. and whatnot, wildfires. So I just think it's important to understand these people's stories and how they come to this mentality that I'm going to fight this, this fire, you know? I yeah. think it's so fascinating and important to learn about. Yeah, I would recommend if you're looking for a movie to kind of learn more is uh, probably be only The Brave. Uh, that was a movie about the, the all the firefighters that died in the um, the wildfire. Um, I think they were called the the Granite Mountain Hot Shots, and they were like they they got cut off and fire just messed them up, unfortunately. Yep. But that was a that's a good look at what they kind of do. And uh, these are smoke jumpers, so they're different than the Hot Shots, but. You know, it's not something we explore a lot. So you and I earlier today, we were discussing the Atlantic article mm -hmm. and you were not pleased. So not. according to, uh, I guess it's, it was a movie review. I, I'm not quite sure what it was. It was an opinion piece, a movie review. So the Atlantic article cites, the film reflects the industry's lack of imagination for older female action stars. Which, okay, there's some insight in that. I can mm -hmm. agree with that. Hannah's arc is tired. A woman realizing the strength of her material, her maternal instincts. The same arc given to a surfeit of other actors recently pursuing action after a certain age. And you had a lot to say about that. Yeah, okay, I was a little, a little angry about that. But uh, well, where in the film, for example, did you get the, the idea that it was a maternal thing? Like, I, I get that she was, like, 
she was looking out for this kid, but I don't know, it just, it pissed me off because I was like, I didn't get the maternal instinct thing. I just felt like she's a firefighter. There's a fire. She's helping this kid out. Like that was all I took from it. I didn't, they didn't hint that she had lost a child or that she even had kids. Right. So like, where's the maternal instinct thing? And maybe that's just me. I don't know if I like, so did I miss something? I do have a fun fact about that later, which okay. might clear up some things on, on that insight about this whole maternal argument because I don't want to give a spoiler away. Okay. Um, but I just, I, I disagree with that. And I didn't like how, I remember you telling me how with the, with the article that they wanted her to be more, I don't know. I just, it kind of baffled me because they wanted her to be like more of her old roles and yeah, like sexy. Yeah. And I'm like, smoldering. Yeah. But smoldering. <laughs> I'm like, she's pretty fire in the scene, but I'm like, you know, why can't she just go out and do her own thing? If she wants to do a role where she's like. You know, pulling a Gerard Butler and she's grimy and shit. Right. Like, you know, why is that a problem? Yeah, I, I completely agree. I yeah. did not agree with this Atlantic article at all. It's like they wanted the old Angelina Jolie to come back. And the whole purpose of this film was her for her to try something new. A different type of role, a different kind of look as well. She's always known as like the, the very sexy, super spy and like almost... Mm, Oh my goodness, how many movies at this point has she played that role? Yeah, a bunch. Countless, countless, bunch. you know? So, I don't know, I thought it was great to see her in this role. She was really pared down, she was a little bit simpler, but she was still Angelina Jolie in yeah. some sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I thought she did a really good job with it, and keeping it simple, but still keeping it her own. Yeah, mm -hmm. makes sense, like that's kind of what I got from it. I just, I don't know, I just feel like... Listen, this wasn't a fucking Oscar quality no. film. But I mean, like, I feel like if she had decided to play the role that way and be, like, glamorous and, like, an action hero, they would have said, like, you know, she's just, you know, she's stale. She's being, she's being the same role that she's always been. She's afraid to take risk. I just felt like, to me, from what it was, what they were saying... It felt as if the author was trying to find a way to criticize her no matter what. And I'm like, you know, yeah. that's not, that pisses me off because it's like, she's trying her best. She's trying to explore a role. And it's hard. I know it's it's probably harder for, like, more for, for female actors. But yeah. I'm sure it's it's probably hard for, for male actors, too, who are just, like, out of their depth of just, you know, you're aging and you're trying to find your place in Hollywood. Hollywood's a tough game. Oh, yes. Yeah. Especially for women. They're very... For well, sure. Critical. Yeah. It's Once like you Tom, hit 30, you're gone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It's like Tom Cruise trying to, like, play, like, a dad or a grandfather or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's, like, 60. Though. I'm still getting, like... He, he's, like... Yeah. Yeah. He's he's, he's Next getting Mission there. Impossible he's movie. Getting, okay. Now, like, the Scientologists are going to come after us for saying that. <gasps> <laughs> well, I mean, Travolta's not getting any work, so it's fair. Yeah. Uh, so, he's, he's older than Tom Cruise. For some of them. Yeah. And also a terrible actor. Ooh. <laughs> As I dab. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I, I I felt like, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, that was really, really fucking harsh of yeah, this, of this trying, author. Just trying to do her best. Yeah. And I felt like, you know what? I kind of believe that her is a firefighter, which I never yeah. thought I would, I never thought I would say that. I, I thought the way she looked 
in this role was amazing. Like she was still beautiful. She's still Angelina Jolie. You know, like yeah. you, you can't deny the fact that she's fucking beautiful. Yeah, you know? she's really pretty. Yeah, yeah, sure. So, but at the same rate, there was something more, more simpler, more relatable about her. And I, I think that's what I really liked about her in this role was the fact that for once, I can feel myself somewhat comparable to Angelina Jolie. And I was like, that's fucking awesome. Right, because like, yeah, she's not relatable in a lot of other like if i watch wanted or something oh, or mr no. and mrs smith or yeah, something no, that, no. I, nothing yeah i can't i can't relate but i mean that's what pissed me off because i'm like she's trying to best she's trying to kind of reinvent herself throw herself in a role and they're like she's not she's not playing tomb raider again like what is she doing like why did you even make a movie and i'm like you know what is your fucking would you want her to like dump a bunch of fucking eyeliner on before she went to go fight a forest fire well, what you do know, you want it's kind of funny because give her a break <laughs> this article talked about how she didn't have her um uh, what's it called this type of makeup uh, oh, smoky eyes that she didn't oh, have. Her smoky. smoky eyes. That would have been pretty great, though. Ironic. Oh, God. Oh, God. But, like, she's, she's out in, like, you know, covered in dirt. She's, yeah. like, you know, they don't even have, like, a... They have an outhouse in this fire tower. Yep. What do you expect? She's, like, going to be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking get my foundation Do my smoky on. eye look. Let me just get my God. fucking foundation on before I go fight this fire. It's like, no, she's a firefighter. She's badass. She's out there mm -hmm. roughing it. Yep. I don't, I don't know what they wanted. I don't know, I, I don't know either. Like, I just felt bad for her because, like, you know, she's trying to do her thing. She's trying to do something different, and people are judging her for not, for going outside her role. But then if she had played the role exactly the same, it would have been like, oh, she plays the same role every time. It, it, it wouldn't match. <laughs> it wouldn't match yeah. with, like, the aesthetic, the whole concept of the story. It's supposed to be simple, you mm, know? Exactly. It's a simpler life up there. Yeah. Yeah. It's gritty. Gritty. My favorite word. Oh, yeah. My favorite word. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know. I, you know, even in this, like, in this role without her, her usual makeup, her usual updo, like, she was still fucking beautiful. She's Angelina Jolie. Like, you just can't deny the fact that she's, like, beautiful, okay? Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, I just felt like this one time I'm like, I can finally, like, kind of relate to her in a way with her, with the way how she played this role in such a vulnerable manner. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. But just, like, kind of down to, to earth with the... The wisecracks mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and just bantering back and forth with the other firefighters. Yeah, I, I appreciated that. Yeah, because that was, you know, it's not usually what she does. And, and I was like, did and a good even, job. Yeah, even those firefighters, like they did a good job too, like mm. accepting Angelina Jolie as one of their own, like as one of them. Right. And like I, you know, because I, I, I mean, was, they were actors too. Well, so. yeah, I, but <laughs> I, I believed them. You yeah. Know? So thereby, they accomplished their job of like making me be in like a state of disbelief you know right so yeah, yeah. yeah. so they did a good job too good yeah, job guys pat on the back yeah the back. <laughs> <laughs> all right steve out of one through ten what are you giving this film uh i think i'm gonna go for a six out of ten and say okay so for me i was really torn i'm between a 5.5 and a six so what do you get if you average those two together 5.8 a six and a five point what? Five. Uh, five point seventy-five. Okay, so I'm gonna give it that. We can do that. Mm -hmm. All right, so five point seven five. Yeah, that, I'm gonna uh, give it that. <laughs> and uh, I will give it one remedial math class for you if you get the chance. Ooh, damn. Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. Okay. It's cool. It's cool. No. I'm just so kidding. on our worth a watch scale, what will you give it? 
Um, I mean, I'm leaning towards like a two, mm -hmm. but it could be cool if you can catch it on a five dollar Tuesday. So maybe right. a three. Probably probably a two though, because it's just easier to mm -hmm. catch shit on like on demand, Blu-ray, DVD, you know. Right. I think I will also give it a two out of four on our worth the watch scale, just because. I kind of like the idea of watching it at home with like a few drinks and stuff and maybe like popcorn on the side. Like, I don't yeah. know, there's just something very comforting in that. Just because like, yes, like this definitely was meant to be a cinematic like viewing, that's for sure. Mm. However, I feel like the quality isn't quite there for a $5 Tuesday. Like mm. I want, I, yeah, yeah. I definitely want to have like, like a drink and a snack with it, but like, Movie theater popcorn and the slushy is not going to satisfy that for me. Also, it's really I, fucking expensive. Yeah, that too. That too. Like, like you know, I'm, like, you know, $10, $11 for a ticket, $12 for a slushy and popcorn. I mean, fuck, if you wanted to go to a movie theater bar, that's even more expensive. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, I, I kind of like the idea that we, we sat at home, had mixed drinks, watched this film, and like we're able to like kind of discuss it on the side, you know, so I, I, I like that vibe, you know, with this movie. Steve and I were about to go into the spoilers for this film. If you do not want to hear the spoilers, I have recommend hitting pause and then come back to us, okay, after you've watched the film. Or if not, you, you can off. power through with us, okay? So into the spoilers we go. Yeah, and then we could do like, I could do like maybe a, like a spoilers yell or something. The spo was a spoilers yell. Spoilers! <laughs> we could use that, yeah, for like a metal. Oh, God. <laughs> or in some other time, I want to maybe auto-tune myself. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. All right, so one of the first major spoilers that I really want to tackle is the fact that Tyler Perry is in this movie. And not only is he in this movie, he's a bad guy in this movie. Mm -hmm. And what upsets me is the fact that he is not utilize like tyler perry is an amazing freaking actor like i love him as an actor like i just find him really amusing so okay. I've, i haven't seen him too much but okay um, i i've seen him in a few movies and i think like he's like a really good actor so it pains me to see that he was like literally in one scene and that was it and he was a bad guy like i felt like he would have been amazing to see as a bad guy continuing through but he was not alas. Oh, he was just there for like two minutes and then he left well yeah i'm sorry to hear that yeah. um i just kind of like i look at this from a different angle because he's never addressed after they show him oh yeah that so, was like, another problem yeah too. yeah you're, you're kind of seeing it from like you wish there was more of him in the movie but i so wish good. for me i'm i just kind of wanted to see them explore the whole who the fuck is he exactly we CIA, never learn maybe? nothing we have no clue what his role is all we know is that he's the assassin's boss and he doesn't give them a proper budget yeah budget cuts budget i have cuts. it here in my notes it's in that all caps is yep. a major plot point in this movie mm -hmm. budget cuts mm -hmm. because at one point doesn't he say it? Like, there's, like, budget cuts? Yeah, they're supposed to have a second team for yep. this uh, assassination job, and they don't have enough people, so... The assassins have budget cuts. Yeah. I, I mean, wish we were kidding, no, but we're not. We're not. I mean, <laughs> who can you count yeah. on anymore if you don't have, like, if assassins like, can Jesus, be consistent? Yeah. yeah. God. And everyone's getting hit hard this year. Yeah. 
Oh man, like, it's just rough. Real hard, man. But I mean, still, again, we would be better at their job. Like, oh they, yeah, they no, fucking totally. suck. These are like, the worst you, you assassins. You gotta work with what you got, okay? They're terrible. Yeah, they were like the worst assassins it's ever. Awful. Like they were doing like a really good job in Florida. In like, the beginning, yeah. yeah, totally. And then they got to Wyoming and like shit hit the fan. They were sloppier than a sloppy Joe. You know, I think you, you should can leave. Cut that. Yeah, I think you should leave. Okay. I'm just, yeah. You can cut that, but we they yeah. were they were really sloppy. Oh my god, sloppy it was like really embarrassing. So like Steve and I, we had a conversation for some time of whether we would be good assassins, and I think we would be pretty decent at it. Yeah, is, for better for worse. Uh, you know, I don't know that, for worse. I, I don't know that what that's like really saying about us though. That that's what concerns me. Like I think we would do it a good job. I think I think it means we have a good follow through and a good work uh, ethic. They were very like sloppy. I think we'd be determined and we would be consistent and we would feel mm -hmm. like if somebody had paid us, we would want them to get their money's worth. Yeah. And, you know, because like the worst thing is like when you you pay to have somebody killed and you just don't get your money's worth. And I think we would <laughs> You know, I feel like we're going to be investigated if I... If we yeah, my, my FBI agent just sent me a text and is like, you know, bro, what are you doing? Yeah, but so... Um, no, um, it's, it's an interesting... We were just thinking that during the film. Would we be better than these guys? And I think I think we would be. I really I, think I, we would I, be. I think we would do a, good, a better job, that's I think for sure. Which I would is like need a to little start. concerning, but... You know, well, you know what? I, we're not, thorough. It's not that hard, though, because I felt like, you know what... I wouldn't need to start a fucking forest fire. Not that hard. I felt no, no. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying, I didn't think that I would need to burn down a national forest to get this done. I was gonna say, yeah, that was really dumb of them. These that was two, these two agents decide they're having a baby and they decide to have a gender reveal party and it burns down the whole fucking forest. And I thought that that was just bullshit. That was a dark. And we joke. never found out if it was a boy or a girl. So fuck that. Like it's bullshit. I think it was a boy. Was it a boy? I think. Like, what color is fire? Is that is that gender neutral? It's like a blue, and then it turns into a raging fire after that. Oh, okay, so it was, yeah. a, it was a boy? Yeah, it might have been a boy. Oh, you know what? Good for them. Happy for them. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, though, they were sloppy as fuck, and yep. that's why they died. Also, they wore suits into the forest. Into the forest, yeah. And just like, uh, come on. Listen, you, you gotta look good, but there has to be a, a point of practicality. Okay, listen. So, you and I, like... We're not camping people. We're not. For sure. Yeah, no. We, Fuck that. We're not going to lie to you. I'd get, we, we I'd don't get eaten by a mountain lion. I just know. Yeah, like, like, first I day out. We'll probably get eaten by a skunk. Anyway, so the point right, is, fair. Steve and I, we're not very much outdoorsy kind of people, right? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not sure if I believe in, in Wendigo or not, but uh, <laughs> I feel like I would run into one out there. Yeah, with our luck, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, fuck it. And yeah. the mountain lion. Yeah, mountain lion. And then while we're riding there, a Wendigo. Yeah, and then like a bear comes along too. Just yeah, like, just, just yeah, to finish off my corpse. Yeah, exactly. So, but <laughs> despite us not being... I know, fucking dark. Right. Yeah, I know, exactly. Go ahead, yeah. <laughs> So, oh. us, despite us not being outdoorsy people, we do know that you have to dress appropriately. For example, you don't wear a fucking suit into the forest mm -hmm. when you're hunting people. Yep. We know that. You're supposed to wear sneakers or some type of hiking boots. Yeah, something to blend in with the wilderness. Sure. Not fucking suits, okay? So, Absolutely. at least we know that. It would no, be uncomfortable. I feel like if you get too hot, 
Yeah. You'd be sweating all over the place. You've got to dress in layers. Yeah. You've got to dress in layers and bring water. They did not have water. They didn't have water. That was really dumb of them. Terrible. Yeah. So that's why they were really terrible assassins. And Awful. that's why we would be better assassins than them. Because For sure. We bring water. We bring some trail mix. Oh, totally. Protein bars. Oh my God. I bring a sandwich too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. We got this. Yeah. We but couldn't even start a fire. But maybe assassins. So, I don't know. we would be better assassins probably. We'll see how our careers go. See, the thing yeah. is like we wouldn't even be able to start a forest fire because remember that time we tried to start like a bonfire at my house and we couldn't yeah, even they, get the fire going? They just threw road patches though. Like oh, the road that's flares. that's true. Yeah, Sorry, the road, road flares. flares. They just put it into the brush. I guess we could do that, but we wouldn't do that because that'd be really dumb. I just felt like it was, it was just ridiculous. They're like, all right, we got to go after this kid. Let's fucking... Start yeah. a gigantic forest fire. I thought that was the dumbest shit. In and order to kill this kid, Connor, who supposedly witnessed them doing their crime, which was assassinating his father. By the way, Connor is a 12-year-old boy, okay? Mm -hmm. So just like a quick heads up. Who actually did not see the faces of the assassins. Right, but they, they proceeded as if, like, oh, he saw our faces. And yeah. Also... How the fuck would this kid... I mean, I, we saw from the audience perspective that his father told the kid kind of about the accounts or something. But, like, you know, maybe the kid wouldn't even fucking understand it. At 12 you years know. old. like Oh, even, yeah, I'd be like, screwed. Yeah, like, if your father explained to you what he was doing in terms of, like, those accounts, like... I, as a 12-year-old... I wouldn't know like, that now. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, it was really complex information. Like, why the fuck would he know that? Yeah, like, and the assassins are like, the kid knows the information. I'm like, D dude, that's a are fucking reach. Are you sure? Yeah, are, are you, you really sure? sure he knows, he saw our faces, and he knows the information? I don't know. I feel like you guys just maybe wanted to spend some more time in the National Forest. Yeah. Get that fresh, you know, that high mountain air or something. Figured maybe they'd send you somewhere, you know, shitty after this, just, and you just wanted to... I felt like they were stringing the job along a little bit. Oh, a bit, yeah. You know, they I were just, just kind of worried, like, uh, oh, maybe I'll get sent to, like, you know, Afghanistan or something next. This was one of the issues we were talking about with, mm -hmm. you know, we've got assassins, we've got a forest fire, we've got a missing kid, and, like, PTSD, and there's just, there's so much going on with this film that I think that if they had just had one or the other, I, I know that this dude loves to explore, like, the American frontier, and I think... That the movie would have worked fine if it had just had Angelina Jolie's character dealing with PTSD over losing people. And now she has to deal with, you know, a missing family or something in a fire or whatever. Or just don't have the fire and she still has to deal with the assassins or maybe a serial killer or something. But yeah. But putting both together just felt like it was too it much. Was, it was a lot. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, there were so many elements. You're in a forest. And you're not just like in any forest. You're in fucking like Wyoming forest, okay? Yellowstone and, National Park. Yeah, like the middle of nowhere. <laughs> there's there's dry lightning as it is, which is really dangerous, okay? Like my mom told me when she first moved to the States with my dad that they moved to North Carolina because he was in the Marines. And she used to have to hide in the bathroom because they would have dry lightning storms. That's and cool. it's like it's very severe it's very yeah. loud it's very scary so that on its own like that could be a story element as it is you know a, a details it's just dry lightning wilderness assassins forest fire d pregnancy as well let's not forget about that pregnancy ptsd ptsd um <gasps> these freaking uh, governmental corruption governmental corruption tyler perry not 
being in the movie, smoke Medea. jumpers. No Medea, and, unfortunately. And uh, I wrote down the word saucy. So saucy. something something was saucy. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but saucy things. So it just like budget like, cuts. Budget cuts. That was also like I. It, it's just ironic. Like that was like a element in this movie, like a really important element. Budget cuts with the assassins. That was pretty funny though. It was really um, like hilarious. I was like, you know what? Like, yeah, sure. It's the pandemic year, so of course there's budget. Budget cuts. cuts. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, that was a little too much of everything. Um, yeah, and and pick then, something, pick it, one direction or the other. So not only that, like you had all these elements going on at once, but then they had the nerve to rush the end of the movie. Mm, yeah. You know, yeah, it just like everything just like fucking happened so fast because the forest fire. Like I thought that was going to be the central element to the movie, the forest fire. But the forest it fire, no. it, it didn't start until we were like an hour into the movie. <sighs> An hour. And this movie was one hour and 40 minutes. Exactly. One hour and 40 minutes. One hour into the movie, that's when the forest fire happens. And when you watch the trailer, that's what you see is the forest fire element to it. Like, what are you even doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, the, which is weird because the pacing, I remember writing that the pacing was actually pretty good. It, it wasn't like, bad. Like it flowed, it the movie bad. flowed well, but yeah. it's just like they, they took forever to have the gender revealed that burned in the forest <laughs> um but yeah just what the fuck and also so even before speaking of the lightning before angelina oh jolie God. even runs into the assassins she dies like twice she falls yeah. like fucking 40 feet out of the fire tower yeah, and they get that. zapped by lightning i'm like you're dead you're dead twice, twice. you're fucking dead twice and the goddamn, um, the fire tower is not lightning proof, apparently. There's like, it's just like, you'd figure it being like 300 feet up or whatever that they would find a way to like, you know, vulcanize it or something, rubberize it. I have been in a fire tower before. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we snuck into it like some years ago. And it, that sounds yeah, sick, actually. It, it was pretty cool. We definitely were not meant to be there, that's for sure. Oh. Um, it was very wiggly. So, um, yeah, it was like a retired fire tower. However, it was proof to be like lightning proof, you know, that way yeah. we don't get freaking zapped. So, so yeah, there, there was that. I almost forgot about that. The mm. fact that she's in the fire tower and this lightning storm is happening and the thing, the fire tower gets hit by lightning and she flies off the damn thing. Yeah. And like lands on her <laughs> back and somehow gets up okay i'm fine like it's just bullshit <laughs> it, it it was insane so then once she encounters the kid which is another issue in itself it's just all happenstance that she runs into the kid who's running away after his father in gets assassinated yeah this giant ass force he he bumps into hannah aka angelina jolie and obviously you know she she helps him and so they're trying to get away from the assassins. They're running through a field. There's this lightning storm happening. And she gets struck by lightning. And mm -hmm. somehow she lives. I mean, it's possible, but just the I trauma, the physical trauma from falling out of the fucking fire tower and then you get struck by lightning. Yeah. It's just like the thing, Because like at first it seemed like the lightning struck next to her. But yeah. even if it was next to, next to you, like that would kick your ass, you know? Yeah, for sure. I don't know, it just didn't didn't make any sense to me. It, it just, it's like they were trying to incorporate her action skills into the movie and 
but they were doing it in the most random ways ever. Yeah. Because they're trying to make her seem relatable. Then all this shit happens to her. And I'm like, um, I really can't relate to being struck by lightning or falling off a fire tower. Not yet. Oh, yeah, knock on knock wood, on wood, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Jesus, my luck lately. <laughs> I didn't have to hop a fence God, recently. God, yeah, just fucking jinx it, why don't yeah. you? Yeah. So, uh, we have John Bernthal, who plays a local cop who is Angelina Jolie's ex-boyfriend who is still very sympathetic towards her because he knows that she has PTSD from being this um, uh, fire jumper or smoke jumper. Smoke jumper, Smoke yeah. jumper, yes. So he has a wife on the side who is pregnant. And in this film, somehow, I, I didn't understand how the assassins connected the fact that he was related to the boy, to Connor. Oh, I think maybe they saw the one of the pictures in the house. Okay, maybe. If I had oh, to guess. right, right. I'm not 100% sure, so maybe. I, I don't know, like, the coincidence. If they work for the CIA, though. I, I, I don't know. Like there, it's a nice sound effect. No, oh, yeah, thank you. There, there was just like a lot of coincidences going on. Too many like, oh, I found this person like super easily. And I was just like... Mm. With, the, with the assassins, I figured they worked for like the NSA, CIA or something like that. Or like something else. So I figured they have the resources for that. Even if they didn't see it at, at like the guy's house that they were related. I figured they would know that from like a database or whatever. Right. Intel. But like, yeah, Angelina Jolie is just fucking messing around mm. the woods she runs into this kid yeah um, that, that was too much of a coincidence and also like why does john bernthal die in everything i know seriously this is the second film that he dies in for taylor sheridan which yeah. is like really freaking frustrating because I, I felt like he was once again like tyler perry he was underutilized mm -hmm. you know i think he's a really good actor he's really good at playing like these kind of roles and stuff and it just he's like a sean bean yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think the Punisher is the only thing I haven't seen him die. In. Yeah, I have. I haven't seen the Punisher, so so far every film that I've seen him in, he dies. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really though, um, every TV show. I thought it was funny though with his character that um, there was one moment where, and this leads into another point, uh, where this woman gets shot for just being a bystander, and he just like he kind of walks over to her car, sees that she just got like. I guess domed basically um, and he's just like you know it's a mess you could see that she's kind of like her brains are kind of like splattered over the window Ooh. and he's just like mm, okay whatever like, oh, like, oh my god what the fuck are you seeing yeah. that you're just like yeah okay yeah for me i thought you were talking about the punisher uh, that's right no, 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 no. I, for, I forgot like in the film oh well, yeah that he, show but yeah, sure this one yeah he stumbles across like this like he again he is a small town cop. He comes across this woman that the assassins killed because she was a kind Samaritan and stopped to see if they needed help with changing their tire and they blow her fucking brains out. Okay, so then he discovers the mess and was like, huh, he just shrugs his shoulders. Like, like, like another day on the job, oh, you fuck, know? Fuck, eighth one this week, goddamn. <laughs> So that was um, that was like a weird detail right? in the movie. Yeah, that he, he was, was just, just like he was <laughs> chill. Everybody was like so chill about the dealing. fact that this chick's brains was all over the windshield. He was chill. Angelina didn't give a shit when the fire was coming towards them. They were yep. about to get melted. She was like, "I'm gonna go hit Nicholas Holt with this fucking axe now. Like it's <laughs> totally cool. Like, which was actually a pretty cool scene. But 
She was like chill when they were doing the fire. The kid didn't really freak out when there's a fucking roaring fire coming towards him. Yeah. It's fine. It Leads is. me <laughs> into the next point though with John Bernthal is that mm-hmm. one of the weird themes I got of this film is that it's like, I don't know, it felt as if they were trying to say it's bad to be a good Samaritan. Yeah. Right? Like, don't fucking do it. You see somebody, like, on the side of the road fixing a tire, don't help them. They're a professional assassin. They're going to (laughs) fucking kill you. Is there a kid lost in a forest? Don't help them because assassins will come after you and then there'll be a fire. Like, what the fuck? Everybody who got involved somehow got fucking, like, you know, just messed up. When they were trying to be kind... And yeah. I'm, I'm not quite sure what sort of message, like, I don't know if that was, like, intended or what, or but all I know now out. is, like, I guess I won't be pulling over, so it needs help. Oh, fuck know? no. Call AAA. Drive faster. You call AAA. Yeah. I'm helping you out. It, I don't know. It's just there was there were times where, like, that was one of the themes I mm-hmm. maybe picked, we, we both picked up on. Yep. There was, like, a theme of innocence that I kind of picked up on. Um, there's a scene earlier in the film where, like, the dad, um, when he's still alive before he gets shot, like, 85 times, <laughs> um, they... I shouldn't laugh at that. Sorry. Uh, no, it's fine. It's just, like, he really did. Yeah, he got wrecked. But, you know, you laughed at my delivery. It's fine. Um, but before the dad is it gets killed by the assassins there's a scene where they're kind of on the side of the road and you know oh the spi- horse yeah the, the horse this yeah. in spite of all the this, this shit that's going on the kid like is you know he touches the horse and he's like trying to make friends with it and stuff and i think it it kind of showed the innocence of the kid versus yeah. this how the the world kind of takes that innocence away and like how the world is a dark place and very rough and i don't know if that was a theme or it, not it, it but... was a beautiful moment and they should have expanded on that theme a little bit more because now that you mentioned that now that i remember that like i'm thinking this movie was disjointed yeah in terms of mm-hmm. trying to connect those points and because that, that that moment with the horse, it really was beautiful. You know, like it was like a really nice and tender scene. Yeah, I cried. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay. Anyway, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like there was like a theme of innocence, but like once again, it wasn't utilized. And it's just really frustrating because yeah. it was such a good scene. It was a really beautiful scene that he painted and then it was never explored again. Yeah, it shows how like naive he is. Yep. And so, but then when he, by the time he runs into Angelina Jolie's character, he's basically like, fuck you, I'm gonna be off on my own. Like, I so can... he hits her? Like, I was like, the fuck? Yeah, he did, that's right. What a jerk. So like, the transition is very, very quick. Yeah. From like, the, the naive kid to the world weary, like, I'm gonna take on Yellowstone by myself, yeah. fight these assassins on my own kind of thing. Hour and 40 minutes. Somehow they crammed that all in there. Yeah, they did. Yep. Damn. So I really want to mention this point. Like, I know it's like super random, but I can't get over it. So at one point, Angelina's character and Connor, the kid, they're they're trying to run away from the the assassins and they for some strange reason they start like a little campfire themselves and angelina's character tells connor campfires are like catnip for teenage girls what Hmm. that's literally what i wrote in my notes what what i okay in my teenage years i've never been like campfire you know it's just like so weird that is so weird 
I mean, I, I can't speak on it having not been a teenage girl, but... Um, I, I can speak on it. If I, you have I, been a teenage girl and you felt like uh, campfires were catnip, please tell us your experience yeah, at, I, I am, at our email address. Yeah, or our Instagram, Bumariad Steve. Is this a thing? Like, I don't, I don't know. I felt like it was weird. Angelina know. thinks it is. Like, okay, listen, like, I grew up in the suburbs, but we weren't... I don't know like i guess we had like a campfire or two but like, it was definitely not like the main thing you know i feel like everybody's campfires though like it's right? i really don't remember campfires well no like i'm school. saying like everybody if i knew there was a bonfire going on i would fucking go we literally had no campfire or at least my friends we did not my friend didn't know how oh. to light a fire just like you oh yeah average <laughs> yeah oh, i feel that i feel the burn from that the campfire i didn't start Oof. yeah it's all good it's all good but no but like i okay so like anytime my friends and i hung out like we just we just didn't do campfires like i think we did it once okay. and that was it sorry i'm just i'm freezing cold from all the fucking shade you just <laughs> god damn it <laughs> oh. yeah i know it just it just wasn't a thing like if we were gonna hang out we like hung out at like a friend's house we had like a mini party of some sort but there was never campfires involved Okay. Not enough s'mores. Not enough oh, s'mores. I'm I know, so sad. I'm I know, sorry. right? I know. I'm so sorry. It wasn't until college that I got more access to s'mores. For sure. Yeah. Maybe because our parents were strict about matches. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I just like, it was just such a strange line to say. Like, never in my life have I encountered a female teenage friend be like, oh my God, campfire. Like, let's go. Marty. It's like catnip. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely our catnip. catnip. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, like, oh, I just shit. like, it's just like, I don't know. Like, it's not like we grew up in the city. That's a thing, it's you like know? It's totally catnip. It's totally like, catnip. Uh, I got it. I got it. Like, I got it. Like, so, Bye. So hot. So like, yeah. Yeah. So if you anyway, have, if you have a thing for campfires, let yeah, us know let if that us was know. your thing. Because again, we can't really... reach out to us at lumariansteve at gmail dot com. Or check out her Instagram. Yeah, because we really want to know if campfires were catnip for teenage girls. Because I definitely know it was not my catnip. That's for sure. There was Ooh. mosquitoes out there. The only other thing I have to say, for the most part, is, and I think we can both agree on this. The film really does not emphasize a lot of Angelina Jolie's character's uh, firefighter training. And I think that would be great. Yeah, yes. I feel like it would be really cool to, to see that play more into the film. Okay, she knows how to swing an axe, but she uses it to kill people. She knows that to avoid the fire uh, when it's about to rush over them, that they have to jump in the water. But I think that most of us would think the same thing. They don't really show her like using that training too much. And I think the only times where you we really focus on the firefighters and what they have to deal with are maybe the first few minutes of the film and the ending when you show when the fire is not contained at all, but everybody is rushing towards it. There's all these helicopters flying in. There's a, a huge C-130 plane dumping fire retardant on it. That's what it's called. And it's dumping the red, the red um, right. like mist on top of it, the fire retardant. And that's the only time where you really see them being firefighters. Um, and I think that the film would have benefited more from seeing, you know, her techniques, what she does, her training and, and playing that more into the film. And I think that, that that just hurt the film a little bit, in my opinion. It would have been really cool if she had used that to kind of 
to deal with the fire or maybe one of the assassins because they don't know what they're doing when they're doing right. the fire. That would that would have made sense. And yeah. once again, it was not utilized. I guess, yeah, I, I did have one more point with that. Like I felt like we they didn't explore, I don't know, the fire training enough. And I felt like they didn't really honor firefighters as much as they wanted to or at least as much as they implied in the film especially at the mm. end you know and that that kind of bothered me i i think it would have been really interesting to to dive further into what they do what their training is like what they have to combat during these wildfires because right now in 2020 2021 wildfires are out of control they're mm -hmm. absolutely out of control california arizona colorado all these places and stuff so I, I think it was such a missed opportunity. Absolutely. And I just, you know, just to explore, again, what they do. And also they kind of go into, again, the, the PTSD, the trauma, because that, that was one of my other questions is kind of like, is this film an exploration? One of the themes is one of the themes trauma and what, not just firefighters, but everybody, what they have to go through and stuff like that. Maybe that's like the theme of the film. I just... I don't know. They could have gone into it more, and I think I think we would have both given a, a, a higher score. Oh, if, oh, yeah, for sure, totally. If yeah, they had done a better job of Agree. that. Agree. So we started a new segment in our last podcast for the little things. One issue we've had with movies for a long time has nothing to really do with the movie itself. It's how it's presented to us. So we've had this kind of discussion about trailers and how misleading they can be to the audience and how it can totally screw you up. Uh, I think going back to um, It Comes at Night was probably the one we had oh. the most problem with, right? It's just like a, a post-apocalyptic kind of drama, who-do-you-trust sort of movie, and it's portrayed like it's a fucking monster movie. And I think that, that just skewed our expectations of the movie and really made us hate the film, at least especially me. Um, so we decided... We're going to see how this segment goes, but we decided to explore whether the trailer for films are, are accurate kind of representations of, you know, to the audience, uh, whether they're just way out there or if they are right on point. So we're going to do that for this film. All right, here we go. Well, we have just viewed the trailer again, even though we have viewed this trailer maybe a few times at this point. A few times, yep. Uh, I'm kind of glad that we watched that trailer again because there was a few reminders of the fact that once again Tyler Perry was featured in this in trailer. The trailer yeah. yeah, and he was Big literally time. in the movie for like two minutes, two minutes, <laughs> which is like very upsetting. Again, his character never gets resolved, nope. and I think the the one thing you noted uh, is that the the fire plays a huge part in the trailer. Like it's all over the place, and it's really it's in the movie for like half hour maybe maybe like because it you know they said it like an hour and five minutes in or some shit yeah. and then it takes like 20 minutes to grow it's really in there for like a few scenes yeah and most, another say. thing that i noted in the trailer was just like once again that amazing scenery like the scenery is yeah. so beautiful and you have like all these amazing shots which they did utilize in the film however i just i i don't know like certain elements did match the film, but not all of it. You know, sure, like yeah. I just, I was going into this movie expecting something else. Yeah, I, I would say for the most part, it was, I've seen more misleading stuff. Oh, for sure. For sure, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I just felt like they would be running away from the fire the entire time. It was like, I don't know why I'm thinking of Dante's Peak, but it would be like Dante's Peak if the volcano, like they dealt with it in like the last five minutes and it just was never <laughs> there for the, the entire movie, you know? Yeah. And they just argued about stuff or something. <laughs> While dealing with assassins. Yeah, assassins. That would have been yeah. interesting. I, I just like, I don't know, the, the assassins seem scarier in the trailer right yeah. yeah and then when you meet them like at first they're really scary but then once they're out of their element in wyoming and they're wearing freaking suits into the forest which i still can't get past by the way like i i can't let that go um they're less scary because they're not and they're clearly not in their element at yeah, all absolutely like it just it would be so easy to kind of take them out you know, yeah. Just saying. Well, I mean, they they both die. They so. they do die. Rip. Spoiler. Yeah. We are in the spoilers. They fucking <laughs> suck at their job. Yeah, Come on. They, one gets shot by um, John, John Bernthal's wife. wife. Yeah, the pregnant wife that they torture, which I kind of had a problem with as well. Yeah. I thought that was like kind of a strange scene and very cruel and kind of unnecessary. The, the branding thing, though, is from Yellowstone, so that was what I was thinking about. Yeah. Yeah, they sucked at their job. I mean, if you can't count on assassins to get their job done, I mean, what what is this world coming to? Can anybody <laughs> just... Can you count on anyone anymore? I, yeah. Just, it it you know? was just... Uh, <laughs> the assassins were a mess. They were... God, they sucked. Yeah. Ugh, trash. <laughs> trash. Was there anything else in the trailer that you analyzed? Not particularly. I just same. Uh, that was about. It. I felt like it was. It's pretty much on par. Pretty much on par. Just a lot more, way more fire than the actual yes. movie had. Yes. Um, and more focus on the smoke jumpers. For sure. Yeah. For sure. And they, there was like a, I don't even remember there being any diving scenes in the film. No. Jump out of the airplane. Only maybe, once at the end. Yeah. Maybe there was something at the beginning we missed or whatever, but they had like two or three of them in the trailer. Um, right. That, it just, I guess, got cut or something, mm -hmm. I think. So we are going to try out a new segment in addition to this other nascent, I guess, segment, we call it, about the, the trailers. There's so many movies out there. I think the one that comes to mind is The Last, uh, the Last Jedi, where the director tries to be very, very um, subversive, subverting the uh, audience's expectations by having shit that just doesn't really make sense in the context of the story and just just weird character decisions and weird endings and all that stuff so kind of as a joke we'll see if this takes off or not um we would like to kind of see if we could somehow write a more subversive ending to this film to shock the audience so Umari, what <laughs> if you were the director and you had to write um, a weird ending to shock the audience and be subversive what could you do what would you do for it uh my suggestion was angelina jolie gets with one of the assassins oh yeah that's a yep. good one a little bit of romance on the battlefield and the thing is i can't decide if it's going to be between nicholas holt or uh jillian or not jillian aiden Aidened. jill Ooh. jillian or Gillen? 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 Aiden I, I Gillen. have no idea. Yeah. A.K.A. Littlefinger. Little I don't finger. know. I don't know. Ooh. I guess it would make more sense. Littlefinger, maybe? Yeah. Just because, like, they're of the same age range. And Nicholas Holt's character seemed more of, like, like the, the killer of the assassins. Ooh. You know, like the, the heartless one. So I guess... Oh, shit. Yeah. She should get with Littlefinger. 
All right. Okay. I wouldn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. That would be a weird ending. Exactly. Or, uh, you know, maybe, oh, here's a true spoiler. She ends up with Tyler Perry. Ooh, that is a true sport. Yeah, look at well, that. that could be a good you wouldn't see that coming. Yeah. Uh, mine was that the there's a third assassin is actually the kid, and oh, he God. just shoots Angelina Jolie at the end of the movie. Ah, that would which be really would make sad. it would make no fucking sense, but the kid was the assassin the entire time. You know, oh the my uh, God. the killers in the house the entire movie. Ooh, you just like spoiled a classic urban legend uh, yeah, right I there. I spoiled like ten movies. Yeah, he did. Like just. <laughs> I could just see some director just doing that, though, to just, just fuck people over and be like, what the fuck was this ending? Because we've had that where we we watched a movie. Be like, what is this it bullshit? Yeah. Yeah, it'd be really funny. See, Taylor, the assassin. Yeah. See, Taylor Sheridan, he wouldn't do that to us. Oh, no. His movies are... Yeah. They have normal endings. Things are, things are resolved or yep. going to be resolved. Maybe not picture perfect. More bittersweet, like uh, Wind River, for example. Or like, they're realistic, let me put them that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So, do you have anything else you would like to add? I think I'm good. Fun fact? So, yeah. I shall go into the fun facts now. Do it. All right. I don't have as many fun facts as I usually do, which makes me a little sad. No. Makes me a little sad. But I do have some entertaining ones, I suppose. Okay, okay. All right. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Angelina Jolie spoke about going back to acting after years of directing behind the camera. I love directing, but I had a change in my family situation that not made it possible for me to direct for a few years. I needed to just do shorter jobs and be home more. So I kind of went back to doing a few acting jobs. That's really the truth of it. Hmm. I wonder what that change of family was. Hmm. Only she knows, really. So, this one, actually, I think you'll find really interesting. The okay. production team rigged an enormous woodland set, which was safely set ablaze. Real firefighters stayed on set to carefully contain the infernal. Angelina Jolie met with several of them for insight into the perilous world of smoke jumping. Also, hmm. a mentor that I had in grad school that she's worked on scripts, on various movies and whatnot. She told me that working with fire is probably one of the most complicated things that you can do in the world of film. It basically using any type of fire is just like a no-go because like there's such strict standards with firefighters on set and making sure everything is approved. So anytime that she's written or directed various projects, she says she tries to avoid anything fire related because of how difficult the coordination is hmm, wow fun fact that's yes. really awesome all yeah. of that so do you think she was just trying to really challenge herself with everything do you mean my mentor or no no angelina i mm, i don't think so i think this was really just like a taylor sheridan kind of idea okay. you know I, I definitely didn't get that sense um, just because like, I don't, I can't imagine an actor being like, yeah, fire, let's do it. You no, know? but I'm saying like, she saw the script and being like, well, okay, this is going to be tough to work with it. Let me, let me just push myself. Um, I, I guess it's a possibility. Cause I, I imagine a lot of people have in Hollywood, would have that same kind of shit. Like fire is very unpredictable. Right. It's hard to work with. Yeah. So I, it, it could be a possibility. Um, I, who knows? Maybe. Yeah, no, I, I didn't yeah. expect you to know like, yeah. <laughs> have the inside scoop on Angelina, but right. well, no, yeah. Um, but yeah, well. that's one of my my insights from like one of my 
people in LA that they told me that just fire is just like a big no-no. Like if, oh, yeah. if they could avoid it, they will avoid it. But obviously if it's like a big action film, then that's that's different. It's but inevitable. Yeah, exactly. Majority of the other films that are action, if it's by, um, what's that guy that did the Transformers movies? Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Of course he's going to be like, fire, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this film uh, was based on Michael... Corrieta's 2014 novel. Yes. Huh. In the novel, the film was based on Jack and Patrick Blackwell, are, which are revealed to be from Australia. Jack is said to be involved in the Sydney crime world while Patrick was discharged from the Australian army. Those two are supposed to represent the assassins. Okay. So in the movie, this was changed so that they were American. Okay. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I would say Nick Holt was the army guy. Yeah, that, that's what I would kind of guess too. Nicholas Cage was considered for a role. Oh my God, which role? Do you know? I, no, that that was the thing. They wouldn't tell us like what role he was like thinking maybe, about. Maybe John Bernthal's. Oh, uh, I would guess one of the assassins. That would have been fucking probably hilarious. Littlefinger's uh, position. That that's what I'm thinking. He, he has a new movie coming out where like somebody steals his. He's a chef. Oh someone, no! Someone steals his like truffle pig, and he has to track it down. I heard about you it. Heard that, yeah. But I haven't seen the trailer for it, it yet. It looks fantastic. I can't wait. Uh, Angelina Jolie said in an EW interview that she found it difficult to suppress her maternal instincts. My character is not maternal by nature. So we briefly kind of discussed that earlier, the fact that she wasn't soft in this film in, mm -hmm. in the sense when she encountered Connor's character. So I remember that being like, like a thing that we, we, we briefly chatted about because going back to the Atlantic article, the mm -hmm. fact that yeah, yeah. she wasn't maternal enough and that bothered the author. Okay, yeah. all right. Well, that's interesting because she like, she dealt with that from her own perspective, mm -hmm. but the character was kind of going another way. Yeah, exactly. But I don't feel like that's right for people to criticize her character for filling that role because that's not how the character was meant to be. That was yeah. just, if, I didn't get that she was bringing that vibe to it. I yeah I yeah I definitely didn't get the vibe that like she was trying to be unmaternal. I just got the vibe like oh I'm really awkward I don't know what to do with kids kind exactly. of vibe you yeah. know. Yeah. So I just then then you know what that's even better for her acting because she was fighting against her own like instinct the entire time. So. Yeah. Points to her I guess. Agreed. Uh, Jolie adds that she relished the chance to take a grittier, more down-to-earth action role than she tackled in the past. There's nothing about this character that trained in martial arts or did anything special, according to the EW interview. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. It's just, it's way out there for her. And oh, I appreciate certainly. That. I appreciate that. All right. That's all the fun facts I have. Oh. I know. Such a bummer. Yeah, I can that's find... cool. They're kind of fun, I guess. Yeah, I couldn't find too many about this particular film, which makes me a little sad. But this is what I have. So I figure you would appreciate the Nicolas Cage one. I do. Thank yeah. you very much. Of course. Of course. <laughs> I knew you would like that one. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps it up for Worth a Watch with Steve and Lamari. I'm Lamari. And as always, I'm still Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so be sure to follow us at... Lumari at Steve on Instagram or send us an email at Lumari and Steve at gmail.com. We want to hear your thoughts. We're really curious to see what you guys have to say. All right. Until next time. See ya.